Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. And good morning, everybody. Welcome, Morning Drive. Goodman Hurdle, watch us. MyLifeSports.com. You can reach us on the Roller Auctions Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman on Monday. Restaurant equipment auction for baker's ovens, range ovens, countertop and floor mixers, ice machines, and more. Auction is open right now. Get notifications for upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. What's up, my friend? How are you doing? Good. How are you? It is a Thursday. We're rolling along. Nuggets are hot. Hope that the Avs can continue it tonight in Chicago. The uh, combine is starting to pick. We we get guys on the field today for the first time, so uh, that's kind of nice. You know what just occurred to me? Uh uh-uh. uh I forgot to put this on a series recording on NFL Network. <laughs> well, you will. You're going to miss defensive linemen uh, today. So my daughter's at home sleeping. She, she's getting ready for school. Maybe I can call her and ask her to turn on the NFL Network, a channel that she watches all the time. Yes. Right. I'm sure that she's very enamored with the NFL Network. I know you are not a big fan of social media. Uh, it's not that you don't like it. You're just not on it that often. But the feeling that I got after last night's Nuggets win, mm-hmm. even though the Nuggets have had a lot of impressive wins this season, was this is our team. We're back. I think there's that feeling. Um it was a remarkably familiar script. They were borderline out of it in the first quarter, played virtually no defense. Right. And then just basically opened up a can and just yeah. took it to them. Yeah. A team that had beaten them three straight times. It was obviously a statement game. They needed. And Michael Malone said this a couple of days ago. He said, you know, hey, look, or or maybe it was KCP saying they got to know. It, 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 we need to let them know, you know, yeah. what we're about. Right. And so at a moment when they needed to have it last night, all of a sudden they open it up and win by 21 points. And Nikola Jokic took nine shots. This looked like. Yes. Secretary at the Belmont. Yeah. You know, the. Yes, it ne- neck and neck, and then right. boom, it was over. You don't even belong on the same court as us, mm-hmm. and we want to make sure that you know this. Exactly. So what we're going to do is we're going to outscore you at one point, sixty-eight to twenty-five. Time now for the lead. The lead presented by Sasquatch Casino in Blackhawk. Second, what you just said: the Nuggets were down by fifteen mm. in the second quarter. Yet they outscored the Kings in the second and third quarters, 72 to 37. These numbers were really eye-popping. I'll give you some more eye-popping numbers. The Kings hit seven of ten threes to start the game. Then went on a stretch after that, 0 for 12. Jamal Murray shot 87% from the floor, 13 of 15. His best shooting night of his career, the minimum of 15 attempts. Jokic, eh. Eh, eh, just 14 points, 14 rebounds. And just a triple-double by three quarters. I mean, you know, and but but never intrusive. Just whatever needs to be done, right? right? Yeah. Just another game of, 
you know, I'll go get a rebound here. I'll flick a little pass here. And then, you know, by the time that the end of the third quarter rolls around, you look at it, and they're all double digits. The only problem with last night's game for the Nuggets is now we know when they're trying, and now we know when they're not. <laughs> well, honestly, yeah, because that that's honestly what it looked yeah. like to me. They came out flat, mm-hmm. and then as if they put their foot on the gas and floored it as hard as they could, and they were beyond a horizon line before you knew it. Watching some of these games in the opening part of the season, meaning pre all-star break this team at times now we know this but by watching last night's game they were kind of messing around a little bit they weren't trying their hardest necessarily it's not that they were mailing it in but we saw such a huge chasm between a team that wants to play and a team that doesn't really feel like playing that night it was as obvious and as stark as literally night and day. Yeah. They're on a nice little run here to open the second half. Not the second half. The stretch run. Uh, and they've beaten two. I, I guess you could call the Warriors a playoff team. I mean, maybe they'll get in there, right? Yep. Kings are a playoff team. Mm-hmm. The Kings will, will be in there. They may be in the playing round. They may not. We'll, we'll just have to wait and see. They're... They're kind of right there on that six seven uh, hole, but um, but yes, the Nuggets have the look, very similar looks in the last two games of basically when they needed it and when they wanted it, they were able to just summon it, and it was pretty remarkable, kind of fun to watch because I, I bring this analogy up all the time. This was like watching Seabiscuit. Yeah. On that final turn, boom, and he's gone. And, by the way, speaking of using a horse analogy, uh, Jokic certainly whipping Seabiscuit into a frenzy on that final turn when, according to KCP, he uh, texted his teammates. Mm -hmm. And KCP said it got everybody motivated. That was at the All-Star break. We're looking forward to winning another championship. If I would have told you five years ago Nikola Jokic would have sent that text, you would have been like, no. If you told me three years ago, maybe even two. Yeah. His leadership has, and you sense that his leadership has evolved. It has matured, but it hasn't become silly. He's just exact. He leads the exact way that you would expect him mm-hmm. to lead. He does it quietly, but he does it forcefully. And... It's interesting. He's more. He's a little more animated now on the bench. He's much more willing, and we saw it in the in the playoffs last year. He's much more willing to be uh, a vocal partner on the bench, but he never overdoes it. I mean, he always seems to have the right feel for the moment. I've said this many times on the air, but I will also acquiesce to the notion that there is an exception for every rule. Leaders are born, not bred. They just are. Either you are a leader or you're not, except for Nikola Jokic. Yeah, he's, yeah. He was was not born a leader. He has been bred into one. 
I, I don't think that if you said to his parents when their son was 15 years old, I could be wrong. I right. I wasn't in we don't Sambor know, but I would guess. Anytime recently. Sure. Would you see your son as a natural leader of men? They'd be like, I would think, probably not. Yeah. I, I That would have been my guess. Right. Right. And we've seen him enough in his evolution as a player and now a leader right. to know what he came in like. And, and, and by the way, why wouldn't he come in with, I don't want to use the word trepidation, but with some caution. He didn't speak the language, right. never been to the United States, right. really didn't know what he was getting into. Right. I, I, it, those Think about how hard it is to play at a high level in a league like the NBA and then throw in the, oh, and I'm coming from Serbia right. to do it. Right. I mean, that's pretty remarkable. So the confidence that he has gained along the way the realizations that he has the power to do it and the comfort with which he does it is pretty damn remarkable. You ever see the movie Spider-Man? No. With Tobey Maguire? No. No. There's a great line in there. With great power comes great responsibility. And that is Nikola Jokic. Yeah. He has great power and now is a guy who I don't, who doesn't strike me as a natural-born leader, is taking on that responsibility because he has great power. Yeah. It, it would take an idiot to not understand the power that you have, the transformational power that you have, by the way that players respond to your game. Okay? Let's take the leadership and the, you know, and the, the traditional leadership of grabbing a guy by the by the scruff of the neck and saying, "Let's go, we got to do this." He he does it quietly, but he does it understanding that he is the focal point. Now he would never say it's all about me, but it is a lot about Nikola Jokic, and I think that he recognizes that guys react to it positively. You could. I don't know if this is an apples to apples, but I was surprised to hear this when I heard it many, many years ago. Demarius Thomas was relatively a quiet guy. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. I was told he was a fantastic leader on that. Yeah. Team because he was like the old, and, you know, listen, Gordon, when I say this, okay, and Gordon's producing today for Alex, you probably won't understand this reference. Demarius Thomas and Nikola Jokic are E.F. Hutton. Mm. When they talk, people listen. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because they don't talk a lot. Yeah. It's it's like the dad who's quiet all the time, but when he gets upset, it's like a hurricane. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that he's yelling, but you're like, okay. Yeah, you're right. And you take like a step back. Casey, that's the way Jokic is. KCP said that, told us that the other day. He said, when he talks, you lean in. And that's a very good way of describing it. Coming up after the break, NFLPA did its rankings. And unlike some shows, we are not. Thank I you. I promise you. There's a couple things that are interesting. Let's compare. Right. This year's food to last year's food. <laughs> 
please. I do have an ironic observation. Let's however. see it. Let's see if the Broncos' treatment of families is any better. All that stuff, I suppose, we can get into. But here's the one thing that stuck out. I know there have been times I've been critical of Sean Payton. He got an A minus, and that A minus is one hundred percent completely deceiving. That's next. Keep on a rocking me, baby. Keep on a rocking me, baby. Keep on a rocking me, baby. Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle. Presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive. Goodman Hurdle. Watch us. MyLifeSports.com. You can reach us on the Roller Auctions Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman. On Monday, there's a restaurant equipment auction for baker's ovens, range ovens, ice machines, Dining room furnishings and more get notifications. But upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. In the meantime, uh, you spend your life as a family man, as a family woman, protecting your family, right? Well, have you really protected them if, God forbid, something happens to you? If something happens to you, you don't have a will, trust, you got nothing. Boy, it, besides your untimely death, it is going to be a hot mess of things that people have to take care of. When I worked with Dan McKenzie at the McKenzie Law Firm, I thought I just needed a will. I found out that a trust is considerably better. You should talk to him and see what your options are. And oh, by the way, uh, if you're single and you're thinking, ah, I don't need to talk to Dan, you should because at the very least he's going to tell you some things that'll make you go, huh, maybe I should do something. Go to 833-CO-PLANS 833-CO-PLANS, that's the phone number or coplans.co. Time now for The Buzz. The Buzz is presented by High Country Performance 4x4 in Inglewood, Colorado's premier one-stop shop for anything and everything 4x4s and trucks. High Country Performance 4x4, building cool since 1980. Go to hcp4x4.com. NFLPA did their rankings on too many things to count, but I'll just give you the highlights. Broncos ranked right in the middle, 16th overall among 32 teams. Sean Payton, when compared to his peers, got an A-. Greg Penner ranked the fifth best owner. Overall, from what you've seen, and as we talked about going into the break, we're not going to break it down to um, are the Broncos better this year than last year when it comes to team travel. Overall, what were your thoughts when you saw? I thought... Sean Payton's grade was interesting to me. But the thing that was most interesting was Why that, interesting? Well, we'll get to it. Oh, I, But the thing that was most interesting to me was that ownership got an A, yet there were various sundry things within the rest of the grading card that didn't get anywhere near an A that were kind of the purvey of owners. Um family relations. That uh, was interesting. That to me was like, well, wait a minute. You, you're giving ownership an A. Yeah. And yet you're giving things that are somewhat reflective of ownership, 
lesser grades. How does that, I, I don't, I'm not sure how to reconcile that. Right. So those were my two observations. I just really want to get into people more than, for lack of a better phrase, product like the weight room. Because honestly, one of the biggest problems apparently that the players had was with the training facility, which a new one is about to be that's built. About, that's about to be taken care of. The locker room. Not small enough. Lockers aren't big enough. Fine. Whatever. It's about to be taken care of. So if you take a snapshot of today, what does it look like? doesn't look very good. But the truth is, a brand new one is coming mm-hmm. for millions and millions of dollars, and I think that the players recognize that. Let's get into the A-minus grade. On its face, it sounds really impressive. But? He's tied for 13th. It's as if Oprah Winfrey was handing out cars. You get an A, you get an A, you get an A, you get an A. Everybody gets an A, okay? Again, I will put this into perspective. Andy Reid, Dan Campbell, Kevin O'Connell got A pluses. Sean McDermott, Zach Taylor, Mike McCarthy, yada, 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 got A's. A whole bunch of guys got A minuses. Three guys got B pluses. To get an A or a B historically is not overly difficult to get. It just isn't. Although Josh McDaniels, not surprisingly, got to make D annuals. Then again, he didn't finish well done. the season. Well I, I just made that up. Yes, of course. But this is what sticks out. And you and we just talked about the whole locker room thing. Mm-hmm. We know there's a solution coming. I'm not trying to pick on Sean Payton. I'm, I'm not. And there have been times that I've been critical of him. I'm calling it the way that I see it. Despite Payton's grade... On the surface, it's very, very good. He's 13th, or you can go higher in the A-minus category. 72% of his players feel um, that he wasn't efficient with their time. 72% of players feel that Peyton is efficient with their time. 72%. That means nearly a third of the team does not. The players also feel Sean is somewhat willing to listen to the guys in the locker room. That was ranked 24th. I think that the players respect him. I think that he has brought a sense of accountability. But those numbers are strikingly low when compared to other coaches. Hmm. 27th overall that he's efficient with their time. 27th. What does efficient with time mean? Is that the way the practice schedule is put together? I don't know. Well, efficient is efficient, right? Well, I mean, well, so. Well, according to this survey, he's one of the worst in the league. When it comes to willing to listen, I'll give you a good example where some guys, and I don't know when the vote happened, willing to listen came into effect. They pulled Russell Wilson for the last two games. I'm sure there are more than a few guys that said, first of all, it's a bunch of BS. If you honestly believe that Stidham's going to give us a spark, you just gave us a worse chance to win. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's interesting that that he stuck with them all the way up to the point where they were still in the playoffs. I've tried to figure this out. What does it mean that you stick with him all the way up until you're officially out of the playoffs and then you bench him? 
And yet, I, I, I mean, I the message to me was I didn't quite understand it. It's like if you're going to bench him in week eight and then you stick with it, obviously Sean Payton felt like Russell Wilson was the quarterback that gave them the best chance to win a football game. It almost feels like all the players in the locker room are kids and they're watching mommy and daddy argue. Yeah. Sean and Russ. Yeah. Whether it was verbal, whether it was um, through nonverbal mm-hmm. things, the way, you know, Sean undressed, for lack of a better phrase, Russ on the sidelines. Yeah. I'm not saying that Russ is going to win a popularity contest no. in that locker room, but like it or not, he's your star quarterback. He's not, he's not your quarterback. He's your star quarterback. He's your future Hall of Fame quarterback. Might not be the same guy, but he is still Russell Wilson, period. I don't care what anybody says. He is still Russell Wilson. Peyton Manning 2015, he is still Peyton yep. Manning. Sure. And... When Russell Wilson stepped onto the field last year, I'm guessing defensive coordinators, while seeing the tape that they had seen scouting him, I'm sure in the back of their minds thought, is this the game where he breaks out? Yeah, this is a guy that can beat us. No one's thinking about that when they're scouting Stidham. No, that is correct. Yeah, I I mean, I think you and I feel the same way about grades, ratings, things like this there's an anonymous quality uh, component to it uh the players all vote or most of them anyway this is an nfl pa thing right so i mean you get you get it it's meaningful feedback i think on some level i guess but he got an a minus but again and 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 this and i kind of read into the survey a little bit generally speaking coaches receive good grades from their players, generally speaking. I mean, over half the league got a B-plus or better. If you're just going by, hey, what's a good grade in school? B-plus is pretty stinking good. Yeah. Over half of the coaches got a B-plus. I didn't look to see how many of them got an A or an A-plus for a losing football team. I I I forgot I was going to Mike do Vrabel that. got a B plus. There you Mike Vrabel got a B plus. And got fired, by yeah, the way. Right. Shane Steichen got an A minus. Brian Dayball got an A minus. Doug Peterson got an A minus. Nick Sirianni got an A minus. And his team collapsed yeah. down the stretch. But still winning football teams. Not Brian Dayball. Right. Obviously not. Not Shane Steichen. No, not Shane Steichen. Not Frank Reich. Frank Reich got an A minus. Yes, he did. Wow. So he's in this, he's well, in the, he's it, in the same rowboat as John Payton. If that doesn't make, he got fired. If that doesn't make you chuckle a <laughs> right. little bit, then I, right. Th- then yeah. Here, who was the coach of the year? Kevin Stefanski. Yes, got a B minus. Oh, he needs to pick it up. Well, apparently the media feels much better about him than his own players do. Yeah, and I suppose that that's telling on some level. And i got to tell you something. I've I've talked to people who have been around Kevin Stefanski Mm -hmm. more than enough. He's not an overly likable guy, and he sure as hell 
has zero interest in collaborating. Mm, interesting. Yeah, I have no experience with him in, in any shape or fashion. I mean, a B is considered a very is considered a pretty good grade in school. Wouldn't you agree? It, well, I always tried to. I aspired. Okay, for so, Bs. Right. So, well, that that was usually yeah. that was usually my ceiling. Like I got a lot of them, but Brandon Staley got a B. What? Right. So, if Brandon Staley got a B, okay, and Nick Sariani got an A minus, excuse me, got an A, and his te- team had an epic collapse, that A minus for Sean Payton, now how much weight does that hold? Well, I don't know. Here's well, what, well, 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 I mean, I, well, I, 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 I'm not. He I, got I, the same grade as Brian Dayball. I don't care about that. I, I care about what the Broncos players think about their leadership. That That's why I don't care about right. what other coaches were graded because to me it doesn't mean anything. No, all, all I am suggesting is this. It's not that difficult to get a B or higher. It's really, really not because just looking at this, there are 32 NFL coaches, and these are the guys who got a B minus or worse, or better yet, I Matt Eberflus got a B. Okay, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven coaches got a B minus or worse. That's Everybody it. else was a B or better. So I'm not trying to take anything away from Sean Payton. No, I it's, don't think that you are. It, it's not that difficult to get an A minus in this class. I don't think Sean is probably hoisting that one up the flagpole and saying, look at me, I got an A-. And that's that's why I am bringing up 72% of his players feel he is efficient with their time. That ranks 27th. Players feel that Peyton listens to them. That's 24th. Those things stick out to me. Yeah. I would, yeah. I would say that Sean still... Very firmly, and maybe you disagree, has the belief of the locker room. I bl- I believe he does. I, too. I I I really do. I I believe that he strongly has the belief of the locker room. I think that he is respected. When you look at the frat boy, like Josh McDaniels, mm-hmm. now Nathaniel Hackett, that was running the show as we said about John Fox, and now we are saying about Sean Payton, there is an adult in the room, Mm -hmm. but sometimes the adult is, it's my way or the highway. You're right. This is the way I do things. I'm not here to collaborate with you. This is the way it is, boys. And that's why he's ranked 24th when the players were asked, how willing is he to listen? Yes, I would say that he is certainly very confident in his skill set. So, yeah, make of that what you will. Coming up after the break, Broncos ownership, specifically Greg and Kerry Penner, they got a very high grade. They got an A, ranked fifth overall. And, oh, by the way, Clark Hunt, the owner of the Chiefs, got an F. Yeah. So, I mean, they're not, not the same as grading the coaches. If you're a free agent, okay, and your head coach that you're getting ready to play for doesn't have a reputation of listening to the players in the locker room and not overly treating their time with much efficiency, okay? But he is Sean Payton. He is Sean Payton. Won a Super Bowl. Would you rather play for that guy 
or play for an owner that gets very, very, very high marks. What's more of the draw? Ownership or Sean Payton? That's next. Well, if you want to sing out, sing out. And if you want to be free, be free. Because there's a million things to be. Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle. Presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk. Here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive. Goodman Hurdle. Watch us. MyLifeSports.com. You can reach us. Roller Auctions Twitter feed. At Bruce Hurdle. At Eric Goodman. Monday, there's a restaurant equipment auction for baker's ovens, range ovens, countertops and floor mixers, ice machines, dining room furniture, and more. Auction is open right now at RollerAuction.com. Learn about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com backslash MHS. Time now for What's Trending. What's Trending is brought to you by Nola Jane Restaurant and Bar. Let Nola Jane spice up your next trip to Lodo with the best Cajun cuisine in Denver. For those who are short-sighted, they will look at this NFLPA survey and say, well, the Broncos players are not happy with the locker room, but you got to look at the big picture that, I don't know, the Penners just spent $175 million on <laughs> right. a new practice facility. Yeah. That's why Greg Penner got an A. If you are a free agent, are you more interested in what the players say about Peyton or what they say about the owner. I, Ooh, I, well, I, I stumped I th- the band. Well, I thought you, you were, knew the question was coming. No, uh, the, well, the question was posed about Clark Hunt. I, I thought we were going to do a compare and no, contrast no. about that because that's what it sounded like. It's always important to throw uh, you off a me. little bit to make you be on your toes. I mean, I would, I would say. I would say that you're looking for the money. I mean, if, if it comes down to that decision, if you were talking about ownership that got an F in Kansas City, for in- instance, right. compared to what we're talking about in Denver, I'd go to Kansas City every single day of the week because I think they've won three of the last four Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. And that would, for me, always skew it, especially if I didn't have a ring. So, and I think that, I think that we would agree that's what these guys pursue. They're all making their money one way or the other. I don't look at ownership the same way you do in terms of, as in money. I look at it as who's the decision maker. I want to know who the decision maker is because at the end of the day, Greg Penner is going to far outlast Sean Payton. Mm-hmm. No question. Along with many other coaches yep. moving forward. So, yes, I want to be able to play for my head coach. And I want my head coach as a guy that I respect and guy that I want to play for. I totally understand that. Um, When you look at Clark Hunt and Andy Reid, listen, at the end of the day, is is Clark Hunt a really good owner? You tell me you cover the Chiefs with him. I, yeah, I think that the Hunt family has been very good owners in Kansas City. One, the biggest, but I understand some of the issues that Chiefs players have had 
with ownership lately. Well, Clark Hunt kind of stepped in it. Yeah, a little bit. When he was asked why the locker room that he promised to be redone wasn't redone, and his answer was, well, we went so far into the playoffs that, well, we couldn't get it done to start next year. Hmm. Really? Mm. Yeah. Well, okay. I know Greg Penner, uh, when he wanted to put in that new Jumbotron, that was not expected to be done at the beginning of the season. And somehow, somehow, somehow some way, it got done. Yeah. It did. Yeah. Absolutely. If I mean, I'm sure Greg Penner looked at the company that they contracted or he contracted and said, if I'm paying you this type of money, I don't want to hear about the labor pains. All I want to do is see the baby. Yeah, of course. Get it done. If you need guys working 28 hours a day, get it done. Yes. I am paying you this money to get it done. Yes, you want to play for Andy Reid. Oh, I totally get it. You bet. And the players love Andy Reid. Do the players love Sean Payton? I would not go that far. Again, let's look at what this survey said. That players feel Peyton is somewhat willing to listen to them. It's bottom third in the league. It's 24th. That's not a good quality. Kevin Stefanski, that's why he's at a B minus. And he was coach of the year. Taking care of their time, efficient with their time. Sean Payton was 27. Not a knock on Sean Payton. I'm just reading the facts here. I'm not, it's not It's not that game, well, Eric, you have a right to your own opinion, but you don't have a right to your own facts. That's what I would say to anybody. Well, it's the, 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 in, these these it, are the facts. Right, and it's the interpretation of those facts that, see, it's hard for me to, to compare and contrast. I, I mean, but, yeah, but I think it's meaningful data. I mean, I, I think that you, I, I don't think Sean probably looks at it and, and cares. He, he doesn't because if because, he's not going to listen to his players, <clears throat> what makes you think he's going to listen to the NFLPA? Right. I'm with you. He doesn't care, and that's fine. He doesn't he have doesn't to. He doesn't have to. All you have to do is do one thing. Win. 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 That's all that matters. Yeah. I mean, when players came to the Denver Broncos with Pat Bolin as the owner of the team, they knew they were walking into a family and things were taken care of and... Pat Bowen, as nice of a guy as he was, would be willing to cut you off at the knees if he wasn't happy about something. For me, stable, it all starts at ownership. We, oh, no question. Right. I mean, look at yeah. look at the Monforts. Yeah. Who, who, who's the best manager in baseball right now? You tell me. Just pick a guy, any guy. I don't care who it is. Bruce Bochy. Okay. Bruce Bochy. Would you want to come play for the Rockies if Bruce Bochy was the manager knowing that Dick Montford is still the owner? Probably not. There we go. I rest my case, Your Honor. What do we have coming up on Just In Case You Missed It? We'll discuss the greatness of Caitlin Clark last night on the court for Iowa, and LeBron James had a stellar performance against the Clippers last night. What did he do? I'll tell you on the other side and with Morning Drive. Well, Goodman and Hurdle, My High Sports.
Family Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive. Goodman Hurdle. Watch us. MyLifeSports.com. You can reach us on the Roller Auctions Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman. On Monday, there's a restaurant equipment auction for baker's ovens, range ovens, ice machines, dining room furniture, and more. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com backslash MHS. The auction is open right now at RollerAuction.com. Time now for the final word. The final word. Is presented by the McKenzie Law Firm. Don't wait before it's too late. Protect your family by setting up a will, living will, or estate plan with Dan McKenzie at themckenziefirm.com. Just in case you missed it. Presented by Mountain High Appliance, Colorado's favorite appliance store for 25 years in Louisville, Colorado Springs, and now open in their new store in Littleton. Go to mountainhighappliance.com. All right, guys, just in case you missed it, Caitlin Clark on the court again for Iowa, passing uh, Lynette Woodard for all-time major college scoring record, putting her up at 3,650 points. She got it on a three-pointer last night, no. getting it her 33rd point against Minnesota last night with the 108-60 to victory. Your thoughts on Caitlin Clark so far this season? You know what? You just brought up a name that I am very familiar with. Yep. In Lynette Woodard. Yep, me too. was, before there was really any kind of thought about where women's basketball was going to go and what it could possibly be and what it's turned out to be, was the best women's player that I have ever seen on the court. And I've seen two of the best, Lynette Woodard and Jackie Stiles, who was from Claflin, Kansas. Two of the absolute best. So thank you. It was good to hear Lynette Woodard's name, one of the greatest players to have ever played and a pioneer and a trailblazer for players like Caitlin Clark, who should be very thankful for people that did the dirty work like Lynette Woodard to allow her to get to the place where she is today. Give me a better male-female duo in NCAA history with one school than Wilt Chamberlain and Lynette Woodard. I, you can't do it. Right. I, I mean, you, you, asked, you asked the question knowing the answer. Because I covered Kansas. Right. And I sat in Fog Allen in that barn, and it's hard to miss those two banners in the rafters. Yeah. Unbelievable. Absolutely. All right. Just in case you missed it, last night the Lakers and the Clippers took on each other in a battle of L.A., Clippers were up at, by 21 at one point, but LeBron James having a fantastic game with 34 points to come back and beat the Clippers last night. LeBron James is now only 40 points away from 40,000 career points yeah. in the NBA. Uh, he takes on Washington Wizards tonight. Do you think he gets it tonight, or does he wait Saturday for national TV against the Nuggets? Yeah, I think it's going to happen on Saturday. It would be great theater. He's not going to go get 40 tonight. But um, but that was a meaningful game. We, we're getting down to 22, 23 games, and the Clippers lost again last night in a game that looked like they were going to win right. while the Nuggets were winning. 
So now all of a sudden, the Nuggets, I think, are two games clear of the Clippers. That may not sound like a lot, and it and it isn't a lot, but any kind of space now that you can get, to me, is an important thing in the Western Conference as the Nuggets try to continue to chase down Minnesota and Oklahoma City. Just in case you don't know the Western Conference standings, the Timberwolves and Thunder, Minnesota has a half-game lead over Oklahoma City. Minnesota is two games better than the Nuggets. Minnesota is four games better than the Clippers. Mm-hmm. And the Suns are, I don't want to say a distant fifth with New Orleans, but they're both seven and a half out. Yeah, that's that's starting to get, with as few games as you have left, that's hard to make up ground if you're that far back. So, yeah, that was an important one for the Nuggets. I don't care about what LeBron did or the Lakers winning. I care about the Clippers losing on a night when the Nuggets won. All right, just in case you guys missed it, uh, as you mentioned before, the Kansas City Chiefs ownership got a F- in the latest report card despite winning back-to-back Super Bowls. I think they also managed to get around the F in last season's report card also, so it made me think of a question. Uh, if you were Greg Penner, would you rather be the best ownership in the NFL with no playoff experience or Super Bowls or the worst owner in the NFL with back-to-back Super Bowls. Well, he's not the worst. He's owner. not. He's not the worst oh, owner. Gosh. He's the worst graded owner. Right. And I get it, but but he's a good. He's a, in my experience, he's a pretty good dude. Now, I've never worked for the man, so I don't know. Was he the owner when they hired Andy Reid? Um. Yes. Yes. yes he was. Yes. Owners approve everything. Mm-hmm. Was he the guy who approved that big trade for Patrick Mahomes? Yes. Yes, it was on his watch. Was it his decision to pony up some money for Chris Jones to bring I him think back? John Dorsey was the guy that was the GM at the point at that point. Remember him? John Dorsey is one of the best evaluators of quarterback talent bingo ever ever. bingo ever that's a guy that many people don't know the name but they should they should because he was part of the conduit that made kansas city into a dynasty part part of it the only problem with john dorsey is is twofold he's an (laughs) a-hole and he spends money like he thinks he has an unlimited credit card and he buried the Chiefs in the cap. You mean he didn't have a printing press? He did not. All and right. he's, from what I understand, an absolutely awful guy to work with. But that guy knows how to spot quarterback talent. He does do that. All right, just in case you guys missed it, uh, uh, LA Dodgers Shohei Itani is already getting a ring early as uh, it's just reported now that he got married uh, last <laughs> night. Uh, your thoughts on Shohei Otani? Oh, that was clever. Uh, the rich get richer, and and I'm fine with it. You know what? Yeah, I'm all, I'm I, sure I, he's happy to know you're fine with him getting married. No, I'm fine with the rich get richer because getting married, good. Congratulations to he and the lucky bride, and I wish them all of the best, great health and fortune. Oh, wait a minute, they've got the fortune taken care of, right? And but he doesn't have the health. No, he doesn't. He, he's he's only going to hit this year, right? So that's kind of interesting. But I think that hurts him for the MVP. Yeah, yeah, probably a yeah. little bit. Yeah, I think a lot of bit. I mean, I think he, it does. Is he a top five hitter in the league? Well, he can be. He's going to be protected very nicely in this lineup. Yeah, I, mean, I would agree. 
he's going to get he's going to get pitches to hit. But I'll be interested to see it because you know, I will tell you this: I'm going to go see the Dodgers a lot when they come into town, and they are here. What are they? they what they play 13 or 15 or 19 times, whatever it is. I'm going to go watch Joey Otani hit. That was Mountain High Appliance. Just in case you missed it, you can walk into any store, try out the appliances before you buy them. If you want to redesign your entire kitchen, they have a staff for that. If you want something, a high-end appliance, but drastically marked down, go check out their clearance center in Denver, Mountain High Appliance. You can find them in Louisville, Littleton. Again, you can find their clearance center in Denver. Coming up after the break, the Nuggets look like they are ready to start the playoffs today. That's next. 